This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Presenting for the first time in radio, the amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon and Dale Arden. adventures come to you as they are pictured each Sunday in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest pictorial supplement of humor and adventure. The Comic Weekly, now printed in 32 tabloid-sized pages, each page in full four colors, is distributed everywhere as a part of your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Racing high above the earth, comfortably seated in a Flash Gordon, internationally famous athlete, looks admiringly across the aisle at Dale Arden. And the both are intent on the terrible destruction which for many months has been approaching the Earth with terrific speed. The new planet hurtling through space directly in the path of the Earth. Suddenly there's a violent jar. The plane lurches into a spinning nosedive. Flash Gordon carries him across the aisle to the frightened girl. He gathers her in his arms and leaps free of the falling plane. And pulling the ripcord of his parachute, glides to Earth. Don't be frightened, Dale. The plane has crashed, but we're safe. Yes. Hold fast. We're landing now. Careful. Easy. Yes. Dale. Yes. Good, good. Oh, look at that. This is all sheer power. Where can we be? Why, why, that's the laboratory of the great scientist, Dr. Hans Zacher. Well, he's coming this way. I'll call him to help us. I, I hope you'll pardon us for breaking in on you so unceremoniously, Doctor, but you see, we had to bail out. I know you for what you are. Spy. Come to see But I have the answer to that. Come with me. Put that gun away, Professor Doc. The man is mad, Dale. We'll have to humor him. All right, Professor. All right. We'll come with you. Roger, into this tower. All right, all right. Well, now, we are in my rocket ship, and in ten seconds, we are way to the new planet. We will all die. Die for science. <laughs> <laughs> Rushing away from the Earth with the speed of light. Right into the path of the new planet. Oh, tight, Dale. We'll escape somewhere. To the new planet. <laughs> the new planet. We three will save the Earth. Dr. Zarka, there's still time to bring your path of the new planet. No, no, no. <laughs> what will you gain for science if we're all killed in the crash? I know who you are, Flash Gordon. But your train strength will not save you. 
Only my mind, the mind of Slavkov, the scientist can save you, can save any human soul upon the earth. Be careful, Slash. He's reaching for the controls. Stand aside, Dr. Slavkov. <laughs> Feel it. The gravitation pull of the new planet. We crash in five seconds. <laughs> hits the planet. Dr. Zarkov and Dale are thrown from the rocket ship unconscious. Flash is thrown clear of the wreckage and lands on his feet, uninjured. He rushes to the side of the unconscious girl, picks her up, and starts to carry her toward the distant towers of a city on this weird new planet. Suddenly, strange soldiers armed with ray guns appear, and capturing Dale and Flash, force them to come with them to the throne room of Ming the Merciless, Emperor of Mongol and Supreme Ruler of the Universe. I slaves obey, oh, me, the merciless. Take your hands off me. I'm no slave. You are the free man and an equal. <laughs> so, Athman, you are the free man and equal. Throw him to the red monkey man in the arena. Would be forced to this free man, my equal. There is thy freedom, Athman. You go into the arena to meet the red monkey men of Mongol. Somebody there. Emperor Ming, I'll show you that I, a free man from the earth, am more than a match for your brainless red monkey men. Flash reaches the bottom step leading to the arena. He leaps and swings at the Then, grasping the falling man beast under the armpit, Flash twirls him around the the others in all directions. Emperor Ming, fearing that his monkey men will all be killed, orders his soldiers to destroy it by ray guns. In the midst of the confusion, Princess Thor, the beautiful young daughter of Emperor Ming, calls to Flash. Quick, brave man, this way. You'll do my bell for me. Flash leaps to the royal balcony and joins the gorgeously jeweled princess, who commands the slaves to keep back, while she takes Flash through a secret door and into a passage leading to a private elevator. The two get in, and Aura closes the door and presses the switch. Who are you, beautiful maiden? I am the Princess Aura, only daughter of Ming the Merciless. Princess? I owe you my life. You are brave and handsome. You must not die so young. I have never seen anyone like you, Edmund. Where I come from, Princess, there are many stronger men and better looking. But tell me, Princess, where are you taking me? I am taking you to the private landing frames of my own rocket car. There you will be safe. You have a right, Edmund. Get in this rocket car. No one can harm you here. But, Princess, hurry, I don't... Hurry. That is why you are in my private rocket car, Earthman. Why, what do you mean? Bail Arden shall never be rescued by you. The princess, And I... for you, Earthman, you shall love me or die. Meanwhile, back in the palace, Emperor Ming is talking with Dale Arden. Your companion, Flash Gordon, has escaped, but not for long. My men will soon capture him. What are you going to do with me, Ephraim? Pleasing to me, Earth Woman, you will become my wife. Never! I don't love you! We men of Mongo have no human traits, 
no love, no mercy, no kindness. Whether you love me or not makes no difference. You shall become my wife as soon as the ceremony can be arranged. Your Majesty, look into the space of wrath. Our city is being bombarded by the space gyros of the lion men. The lion men order the entire space fleet to the attack. battle which takes place between Emperor Ming's space fleet and the gyros of the lion men, the attacking the rocket ship in which Flash Gordon has been held captive is destroyed, and Flash is thrown to the ground unconscious. He opens his eyes to find himself staring up into the great bearded face of Foon, Prince of the Lion Men. Foon lets his great sword fall as he sees Flash Gordon's white skin. Who art thou, white-skinned youth? Speak, answer me before I cleave thy white body in pieces. Art thou a new kind of soldier of Ming the Merciless? I am the sworn enemy of that King Emperor Ming of Mongo. He has captured a girl who is from the earth like myself. I live only to rescue her. An earthman, thou sayest. Yes. And an enemy of Ming the Merciless. That's right. Tell me, are you friend or enemy? I am Thun, Prince of the Lion Men, hereditary enemies of the men of Mongo. If thou wilt accept me as thy friend, earthman... I will gladly join thee against Italy. Here's my hand on it, then, Prince Thun. Good. What is thy name, Earthman? I'm called Flash Gordon upon the earth, Your Highness. Call me Thun, friend, and I will call thee Flash. Friend Thun, do you know how we can gain admittance to the palace that we may rescue Dale Arden? Come. I will show thee a secret way into the palace. Ah, good. The Emperor Ming is away pursuing my gyro feet. We may be able to rescue the Earth Girl or Ming's return. Flash Gordon and his powerful newfound friend go first to the space gyro of Prince Thun, and there they gaze intently into the thought projector, in which they not only see Dale Arden the captive, but they also have revealed to them a secret way leading, leading to the throne room of the palace. The secret passage is known as the Tunnel of Terror because of the deadly beasts which lie within its gloomy walls. Flash and his new friend, Prince Thun, finally find themselves within the tower. A door with great steel bolts stands before them. Quick, Thun. This door must be directly into the center of the palace. From my palace, I should say that beyond this door is the great throne room of the Emperor Ming. All right, then. Here we go. before us is the god of death, which stands at the top of the altar steps, directly behind the throne of the emperor. Do what that? By the great god Tao, it is royal wedding procession. Ming the merciless, taking another bride. Coming up the altar steps soon. Around the idol. Around the idol means death. Thou must not. Come back. Come back, Flash. Soon. Save yourself. I'm going to the rescue of my earth friend, Dale Arden. He's being forced into a marriage with Ming the Merciless. Prince Thun of the Lion Men does not save himself at the expense of his friend. If thou must die, I will die fighting with thee. Dale. This way, Dale. Dale. Hey. Watch out. Come. 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 Come.
down this passage just made that pass without this one. But who's that's forming up the officer? Help me cobble the idol over on Now. One, two, three. With a grinding crash, the giant idol topples over on the onrushing soldiers of Ming the Merciless, killing those in front and throwing into confusion the whole company. Flash Gordon and Prince Stone with Dale between them dash into the secret passage beneath the idol. The way becomes steeper. They slip down, down, a hundred feet or more into a whirling underground river. They're swept along down a raging current and over a falls into a lake. With the powerful strokes of the champion swimmer, Flash sets out for the shore, towing Dale by the hair. They reach the shore, and as Flash reaches down to drag Dale to safety, she screams and disappears beneath the calm surface of the lake, swept in two powerful green scaly arms. With no thought of his own safety, Flash Gordon dives to Dale's rescue and finds an adventure stranger than any which has gone before. Subscription box, yeah, with exclusive loot on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, there's a box just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. He'll save every one of us. Get ready to kick some Flash with Flash Gordon. Presenting the amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon and Dale Arden. These thrilling adventures come to you as they are pictured each Sunday in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest pictorial supplement of humor and adventure. The Comic Weekly, now printed in 32 tabloid-sized pages, each page in full four colors, is distributed everywhere as an integral part of your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Last week, you may remember, Flash Gordon and Dale Arden saved the Earth from destruction by shooting a rocket had a planet which threatened to collide with it. They became marooned on the planet, called Mongol. The Emperor, Ming the Merciless, ordered Flash killed and commanded Dale to marry him. The royal princess, loving Flash, saved him. Soon, Prince of the Lion Men helped Flash prevent Ming from marrying Dale by breaking up the marriage ceremony and escaping underground. Now we continue the story. Flash and Dale are captured by the Shark Men. Princess Aura appears and again saves Flash, who in turn tries to free Dale, but Soon's father... Searching for his princely son, captures the princess and Flash. Rather than remain a captive, the proud Aura hurls herself over the cliff, only to be caught by the terrible leaves of a constrictor plant. Flash to her aid. Oh, oh, 
Oh. Don't struggle, Princess Orr. Oh. I'll free you. Oh, honey, the knees are crushing me. I'll cut them with my sword. Oh, oh be careful. Oh, be careful, Flash. The flash may catch you. Men? No, no, I never saw them before. They must have seen us uh, coming to make us captain. Well, at least they'll get us out of the clutches of this terrible plan. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Well, that's right, then kill it. But don't injure its victims. I want them brought to me alive. Don't be afraid, Princess. Oh. Those men will catch you. Oh. You ready to catch our men? Now, the other one. Here I come. We're safe on the ground. But what will happen now? Oh. Gunn's the leader of those soldiers. Soldiers, you did that well. Ah, Princess Aura. Yes. How do you know me? I do not know you. I know your father. Oh. Oh, what's this? Another white stranger? Yes, Prince Baron. Blindfold him and prepare our other white prisoner for the ordeal of the poison daggers. As you command, Prince Baron. What are you going to do with me? God, take the princess to my quarters. As you command, Prince Baron. Ah, here comes our other white prisoner. Perhaps you know him, youth. How can I tell? He's got a hood over his head. I can't see his face. He says he is from the earth. I suppose you are from there, too? I am. I don't believe you. But no matter. Our hiding place must remain a secret, so both of you must die. Are the white prisoners prepared, guard? They are, Prince Baron. Their left forearms are tied together. And the poison daggers. Are they ready? Yes, sir. Good. Now listen, prisoners. I am dipping these two daggers in dragon's blood. The slightest scratch from these blades means certain death. Guard, give these to the prisoners. On the count of three, you are commenced fighting. One, two, three. As Prince Baron utters the word, Flash steps back, jerking his mysterious antagonist off balance. He flings aside his dagger. Then he causes his opponent to drop his poisoned weapon. Picking up the dagger, Flash handing him to his opponent. And as the two whip off their blindfolds and reveal themselves to each other, Flash blocks them towards the circle. So you do know each other. I should say we do. I'm mighty glad to see you, Doctor. I thought you were dead after our rocket crashed on this planet. I was badly hurt, Flash. These fellows, they picked me up and brought me here. They make me act as their servant. Well, we saved the earth, didn't we, lad? We certainly did, Doctor. Now, Prince Baron, maybe you will believe that we are from the Earth. This man was the most brilliant scientist in the world. He was condemned. My admiration for both of you is boundless. I would be honored to have you shake my hand and call me friend. Your friend? Yes. Why, of course. Here's my hand. And mine. Good. Now come to my quarters. My friend, I have invented an electric mole with which I intend to burrow underground into the palace of Ming the Merciless and overthrow his tyrannical government. Are you with me? Certainly. You bet we are. We've got to rescue Dale and Thune from that fiend. Princess Dora. You heard what I planned to do? Yes. Please take me back to my father's palace with you. You? Why, it's because of you that I am a hunted man with a price on my head. You will remain here as my prisoner. Come, my friend. Come. Oh, I will, will I? Start. What is it? What is your name? Runkel, my princess. Runkel. I thought I recognized your face. You fled into exile from my father's guard when you were caught stealing. Yes. Listen, Runkel. Princess. If you will help me warn my father of what those men plan to do, I will make you not only wealthy, but also a duke. 
for once so lovely, my princess, how could I refuse? Come with me. Unaware of what has happened in the hiding place and racing underground toward the palace of Ming the Merciless in their electric mole, Prince Baron, Dr. Zarkov, and Flash Gordon encounter a fierce Grocco, or armor-plated dragon. Flash climbs out of the mole and gives battle, saving his companions. For this, Prince Baron promises that if they succeed in overthrowing Ming, Flash will be made a Prince of Mongo, and anything he desires will be his. Finally... The electric mole breaks through the floor of the central hall of Ming's palace. The door opens and the trio emerge from the metal burrowing machine. Come, um, my friends. We have arrived. Ah, so we have. What is our next move, Prince Barry? Uh, this is the central hall of Ming's palace. We go up those stairs, Dr. Zarkov, and surprise the inner guard. Prince Barry, look. Ming's armored men. We've been betrayed. Yes. But how could the news have reached here before? Let us get our rate on. There's no use, Doctor. The armor of those soldiers is ready to... Here comes Ming the merciless with his high priest. Hey, Thank heavens he's all right. Welcome back to my palace, Flash Gordon. And welcome to your companions. So just lash them to the pillar over there and execute them. Oh, Flash, darling. I love you so much. Dale, my dear. We did our best to save you, but we've been betrayed. I guess they have us now. Let them shoot. They'll kill me, too. And we'll be together forever. Very well, Dale Arden. You can have him in death. Happen, fire. Proceed with the execution. Shoot, you yellow dogs. We aren't afraid to die. Ready? Aim. Hold your fire. Okay. What does it mean? If you were not the high priestess, I would have your tongue torn out for your insolence. I ask you, remember, sire, that according to the sacred spirit of how even a traitor has the right to choose between the pirate squad and the terrible test? Oh, Sugi. And on second thought, the death would furnish us with greater amusement. Yes, sire. We must abide by the sacred writ. And then, too, I, uh, I see no reason why the girl should be killed. Captain, sire. release the prisoners. Yes. They shall undergo the terrible test. First, bring them over to the ship. Uh, come on, come on. This is the test of the torture pit. Black Garden, you and Baron will stand on each end of the narrow platform and with long whips try to topple each other into the pit where the supplies will be awaiting you. Check your places. The two mount the platform. Flash ducks with Prince Baron's whip winds over his head and Flash's whip hits Baron with such force as to knock him off balance and into the pit. Dropping his whip, Flash leaps after him. As he throws the unconscious form of Prince Baron over his shoulder and prepares to climb out, a transparent metal sheet silently slides over the top of the pit, trapping them. At the same time, Flash hears a growl, and looking around, he sees three snarling tigrants. Placing Prince Baron on the floor, Flash turns on the fierce beast. The first one charges. Leaping high in the air, Flash comes down on the tigrants back with a powerful wrench, breaks its neck. Instantly, the other two tigrants leap at each other to fight for the possession of the body. Furiously, the battle rages. Finally, both animals are down, wounded unto death. Then Prince Baron regains consciousness. Uh, where? Where are we? We're all right, Prince Baron. Yes. We're in the pit. But they trapped us with that transparent metal lid. And you... You saved us from these beasts. Oh, you are superb, Flash. That was easier than figuring how we're going to get out of here. Look up there. Prince huh? Soon. Yes. He's just in time. Soon. Roll that metal lid back. He knocks, but he understands. There. 
We're free. Come along. Meanwhile, in the temple of Tao, Ming and Dale are about to be married by Zogi, the high priest. By now, Dale Arden, my saber-toothed tigrant have torn your hero to pieces. Oh, poor flesh. He died trying to save me. Nothing matters now. Ah, here comes Zogi to perform the ceremony. Oh, mighty Ming, ruler of Mongo and the universe. Does your supreme intelligence take this earth woman to be your wife and empress of Mongo? I most certainly do. And you, Dale Arden, do you take this just and brilliant man to be your love and master? I... I don't care what happens now. As you have accepted each other in matrimony before the great god, Tao, I pronounce Wait, you... stop. The idol speaks. I, Tao, forfeit this marriage. It is a trick. Fool. A song idol cannot talk. Zogi, swing back the statue. At once, sire. Black Gordon. Yes, darling. It will mean you were dead. The earthman and two companions arrive. Go, God. Shoot them down. The marriage must go on. Wait. Sire. The sacred witch say you cannot execute the man who has passed the test of the tigrant. God. Drop your weapons or Tao will curse you all. What? You dare defy me? I only quote the sacred As high priest, it is my duty to interpret and enforce its dictates. Stop! Give me your thought. Loki, I will stop your jabbering mouth forever. Ah! Oh, how awful. He killed the high priest. Carry the body away, God. <laughs> Look, my darling. I thought I'd lost you. Never as long as I have strength in these two arms. And a breath of light in my body. Oh, Tao forbids me to slay you, eh? Well, Tao and I will both laugh while you rather slave in the prison city of the Hawkman. Death would be more desirable. As for you, Dale Arden, you shall be taught to act like my empress. Tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. He'll save every one of us. Get ready to kick some Flash with Flash Gordon. Presenting the amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon. adventures come to you as they are pictured each Sunday in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest pictorial supplement of humor and adventure. The Comic Weekly, now printed in 32 tabloid-sized pages, each page in full four colors, is distributed everywhere as an integral part of your Hearst Sunday newspaper. For the benefit of those who may not the earlier episode, here is the story today. Flash Gordon, internationally famous American athlete, his beautiful American sweetheart, Dale Arden, and Dr. Zarkoff, a great scientist, left the Earth on a rocket ship. They crashed on the planet Mongo and were captured by Ming the Merciless, the cruel emperor of Mongo, who commanded Dale Arden to marry him and order that Flash be killed. But Flash escaped. Through the help of Emperor Ming's beautiful daughter, Aura, who fell deeply in love with him and proposed marriage. This Flash refused, saying he loved Dale Arden. Flash then met 
soon, the powerful, huge, bearded Prince of the Lion Men, and Prince Baron, a former member of Emperor Ming's court. Joined by Dr. Zarkov, these four friends plotted to overthrow the government of Emperor Ming and rescue Dale Arden. They were almost successful, but at the last moment, with victory practically within their grasp, were recaptured by Emperor Ming's soldiers, and the four friends, together with Dale Arden, were condemned to a fate far worse than death. Securely bound, they were placed on a gyro ship and sent as slaves to the prison city of Hawkmen. Now we continue the story. The prison ship carrying our friends roars through the stratosphere on the way to the prison city of the Hawkmen. In the cell room, Flash and Prince Soon work feverishly on each other's bonds. Can you get the knot untied, Prince Soon? Uh, it is almost loosened, Flash. Just another twist. Uh, there. Thou art free. Thank you. Now I'll set you free. If we work fast, we may be able to release Darkop and Baron and get control of the ship. Good. As soon as thou canst loose my bonds, I will help thee capture the guard and take his keys when he makes his rounds. There. There, the rope's undone. Uh, Hark. I hear the guard approaching. Put your hands behind your back like this and lie still until he bends over to give us food. Then we'll overpower him. All right, now. Here he comes. Here is your food, prisoners. Now, friend Thune, what? Hey, I have him fast. Take his keys. Up, friend, my fellow. I'll give you something to swim about. Now, I've got his keys, Thune. Now to save Dale, Bannon, and Zaka. Look out! Oh, look out! Look out! What was that? We must have struck something. Are you all right, Thune? Yes. And thou, friend? I'm okay. Right. Right, Gordon. Here. Prince Thune and I are in here. And you are free. Yes. And how didn't thou gain thy liberty, friend? The crash broke the lock at our cell door. Come quickly. We must go to the control cabin and see about the girl. Yes, hurry. This way. Dale, where are you? Dale. I'm here. Yeah. Are you all right, Dale? Get you, girl. Let go of me. i got to call Ming on the space of home. Send this to Ming with my regards. We oh. won't be able to transmit your message for quite some time, lad. Let's get out of here. Let the others go soon. I need your great strength to help me remove the valuable scientific apparatus from the ship. Come, Flash. Come, Dale. We have no time to lose. Where with you, man? Two. Wrench those spacecrafts from their sockets. I will take this space compass. What else would thou like to have removed, friend? Uh, that is enough for this trip. Come on, outside. Where are our friends, Baron and Flesh and Dale? They must have gone into the forest over yonder. What is that rushing sound? Why, the great god Callow. Look up there. Hawkmen. Run, friends. Run for your life. Tenants flying, lances held in readiness, a squadron of savage hawkmen hurtle from the skies. They seize Stone and Zarkov and sweep them into the air. While in the forest, numb with horror, Flash, Dale, and Baron watch their friends carried away toward a city suspended in space. The prison city of Hawkmen. Here they go with Thun and Zarkov. And that, friend, is the end of them. What do you mean, Prince Baron? No man captured with a Hawkman has lived to tell about it. How terrible. You'll see about that, Baron. It's hopeless, Flash. Look, the city drifts high in the heavens, held up by powerful light beams. What are we going to do now? Let's go back to the wrecked ship. We may be able to fix it. I'm afraid the ship is beyond repair, Flash. But perhaps it won't do any harm to see. Flash, I see a rocky sound. Why, it's a rocket ship bearing down on us. It's going to land. It made a perfect landing. I wonder who the pilot is. A girl is getting out. She's holding a ray pistol. Why, Princess Aura. 
Well, Princess, this is a surprise. I cannot you to give you your last chance, Flash Gordon. What do you mean, Princess? Keep out of the say, Laden. He knows what I mean. I suppose you still want to marry him. Yes. Marry me and the Empire is yours. And your friends are free. And if I refuse? The Hawkman with my aid will kill all of you. You shall never marry this earth girl, Dale Arden. My dear princess, if I must make a choice, I choose Dale and Death. Ah, darling. Good for you, Flash. You have signed our death warrant. But I don't care as long as we are together. I'm glad, Dale. That's just how I feel, too. Very well. You have made your choice. I go to the Hawkman. There goes the haughty beauty. In an hour, every hawkman in Mongo will be after us. Prince Baron's prophecy comes true. He, Flash, and Dale are captured by the hawkmen and dragged before the throne of their king, mighty Voltan. There the prisoners find Aura leaning on the arm of the great throne, while King Voltan explains to her... <laughs> the laws of Mongo allow you to judge the fate of one of these prisoners, Princess. The others belong to me. I will take the yellow-haired youth. Make him pay for scorning me. Hmm. <laughs> Incidentally, by torturing him, I can also torture the earth girl. So be it. <laughs> take the men to the torture chamber. No, no, I beg you. Kill me, but spare flash. But let the girl stay with me. <laughs> so, you're in love with this youth, eh? In love with him? Why, just because I beg for Flash's life doesn't mean I love him. No. He's got a youth. You, impressive majesty, you are a man. Ah, <laughs> my pretty bird, you have discernment. I took you with your face value. But I see I was wrong. You have an unusual appreciation of men. Thank you, impressive majesty. I can also appreciate compliments. Soon I shall show you how your friends have failed to stand the rigors of the torture chamber. I don't care much for torture, your majesty. But I guess you can't help doing what the emperor's daughter tells you to do. Emperor's daughter? <laughs> I give orders in this today, but now it's in your face. Yes, Impressive Majesty. I shall make you my wife as soon as the high priest can be summoned. In the meantime, down in the torture chambers, Flash and his friends have been put to work stroking the great atom furnaces of the Hawkmen. Driven nearly mad by the terrible heat and the anxiety of wondering what is happening to Dale, Flash is all for rebelling. He throws a shovel full of flaming radium at a guard. The captain of the guard reaches for the switch, which will electrocute Flash by passing the current through a wire fastened to his leg iron. But Dr. Zarkov rushes up and pleads... Do not kill him, Captain. He is but an impetuous youth. We will make him work. Then see that he does. If he starts any more trouble, he shall die. Thank you, Captain. Get back to work, the rest of you, slaves. Thanks, Dr. Zarkov, but I just assumed that. Sales lost. Patience, Flash. Zarkov and I have a plan. Come over here. Behind this lead wall. What are you going to do, Baron? I shall keep watch for the guard. Get the work lock off. Quickly, here, lad. Take these wires off your manacles and wrap them around your shovel. All right. <coughs> now what are you going to do? You heard what the captain said. If you start any more trouble, he will electrocute you. Then I give you a signal. 
Joseph, I throw your shovel into that radium bin over there. And get myself killed for it? I promise you, you will not die. Do as I tell you. All right. Now? Is the coast clear, buddy? No one is looking this way. Now, Flash. Come on, men. Follow me. Better death than slavery. You can Then die like a rat. Here goes the switch. Electric current ignited the radium ore. It's worked. It's worked. Now, that's a chance to escape. I'm going to find Dale. Back in the sumptuous quarters of Voltan, King of the Hawkmen, he and Dale are awaiting the arrival of the high priest to perform the marriage ceremony. Well, my pretty little bird, soon you'll be the bride of Voltan, the mighty. But suppose you give me a little kiss while we're waiting for the high priest, eh? Come here. Oh, no. Don't touch me. What? You repulse me, Earth Girl? Come here. Keep away from me, you, you fat fool. Flash! Flash, darling. Take your hands off her, Morton. With a yell of fury, Flash drives his fist to open his jaw. The mighty king staggers back and, bellowing like a mad bull, sinks his sealed fingered fingers into Flash's throat. His left hand reaches for his dagger. Flash, look out for his dagger! A smashing left and a crushing right hand uppercut that would have killed an ordinary man knocks Voltan into unconsciousness. That settles that off. Dale, did he hurt you? No. Oh, my darling. I feel so safe in your arms. They're so strong, yet so tender. These arms were meant to hold you and protect you. By heaven, they will as long as I have life. My dear. Oh, where are Baron and Zarkov and Thun? Zarkov and Baron are working on some scientific gadgets. Soon and I separated looking for you. Come, we're joining. Did you kill Wolverine? I, I don't know. There's no time to waste finding out. Which way do we go from here? Look. Hold it. Coming this way. Turn to the right, Dale. Down that other passage. More soldiers. Flash, we're trapped. Back to the Wolverine's quarters, Dale. We can bar the door and hold them up while we arrange to escape by the window. There. Back in Bolton's quarters, and we've escaped the soldiers. No. No, they're firing. Well, Why, you? Stay where you are. They have this rain pistol trained on you. The slightest move, and both of you will be dumped. Don't hurt the girl. I surrender. Run! 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 to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media. He'll save every one of us. Get ready to kick some Flash with Flash Gordon. Presenting the amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon. adventures come to you as they are pictured each Sunday in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest pictorial supplement of humor and adventure. The Comic Weekly, now printed in 32 tabloid-sized pages, each page in full four colors, is distributed everywhere as an integral part of your Hearst Sunday newspaper. For the benefit of those who may not have heard the earlier episodes, let us explain that Flash Gordon, the internationally famous American athlete, and Dale Arden, his beautiful American sweetheart, and Dr. Zarkov, the well-known scientist, were thrown onto the new planet Mongo when their experimental rocket ship crashed. 
After a series of adventures with the Emperor Ming the Merciless and his beautiful daughter Aura, who fell deeply in love with Flash, the two Americans, together with Dr. Zarkov, soon Prince of the Lion Men, and Prince Baron, were sentenced to the prison city of the Hawkmen. There, the men were tortured, while King Voltan, mighty ruler of the Hawkmen, made plans to marry Dale. Flash and his companions escaped from the torture chambers, and Flash found Dale in time to save her from the marriage. But they were trapped by soldiers and again fell into Voltan's hands. Then there was a terrible rumbling sound. The floor started to tip. The walls began to crack open, and the lights went out. Now we continue the story. In the crumbling palace of Voltan, amid the shouts of the disorganized guards, Flash and Dale break away. But the mighty king flies into the air, and hurling himself on Flash, drags into the floor and prepares to execute him by his own hand. Meanwhile, Dr. Darkoff and Prince Baron are rushing toward the throne room. My scheme works, Baron. Now to drive our target with Vulcan if we are not too late. With the light beam diffusing at the present rate, Prime Darkoff, the city will remain in midair only for another half hour. If Vulcan will listen to what there is in your time, but we must not wait some minutes. Ah, here we are at the throne room. Look. Vulcan has his sword at Life Gordon's throat. Stop! Stop! Wait! Hey, who dares give me orders? I do. I can save your city. But if you harm Life Gordon, I'll doom this city and all of you hawkmen to destruction. All my radiums, God. You destroyed that yourself. How can you save us? Since Baden and I have been experimenting with other atom rays. <laughs> experimenting? Enough of this. I should have killed Flash Gordon but for your arrival and bluff. Now I shall finish the job. Oh, Flash, my darling. Be brave, Dale. This big windbag is bluffing now. Bluffing, am I? Oh, show you. Listen to what you fat fool. Your city will remain suspended. Only 20 minutes more. There is no time to waste. What do you think you can do to save the city, you wizard? We have found a way to make new light beams to hold the city safely suspended in the air. What kind of trick is this? It's no trick. Then let us see what you propose to do. What? I will save your city on one condition. You know when to drive a bargain, old wizard of the earth. Very well. Black Gordon shall go free if you save my city. You must also free Dale and Darkoff and Baron. Absolutely. Be quick, Morgan. The princess finished the flying. Give us your answer. I'll pardon you all if my city is saved. Good. Then follow me. Where are you going to take us? Into this private elevator first. Where are we going, Dr. Parker? Baron and I discovered a room under the hall of atom furnaces which had been stored with scientific apparatus. With the help of slaves, we constructed my newest invention, the Dimsui Baron. Yes, we did, friend Darkoff. I only hope this bull-headed monarch hasn't delayed us too long with this arguing. There isn't much time left to save this city. We're kicking over. How much further do we have to descend? It will be below the foundation in a moment. What is this remarkable discovery, Wizard of the Earth? You shall see. You shall see. We're here. Hurry out, everyone. Hold fast to my hand, Dale. Oh, Flash, do you think Dr. Zarko will be able to save us? I know he'll do his best. There is my invention. What is that mass of fumes and wires? This electrical machine is an atomic light solidifier. It will strengthen the beam? Yes. Uh, keep everybody back, Baron. I must have room to work. Stand back, everybody. Baron. Do you think this machine will work? Quiet. Professor Zarkoff is throwing the switch. What is that weird bluish light? The new ray is made by the atom sails. Why, the city seems to be getting back on an even keel. Why, how so it is. How is it working, friend Zarkoff? Splendid so far. The light beams supporting the city are becoming stronger and stronger. And the city is saved. The city is saved. Why, yeah. oh, he's done it. All of you are free. My goodness, you're crying. I'm so happy we're saved. Darkoff, come here. He said he could do it, and he did. Yes, King Vulcan, you summon me? Darkoff, you shall be my head scientist. Vulcan, this is more than I expect. 
I am grateful, deeply grateful, and appreciate you for the honor. Flash and Dale. Yes, Impressive Majesty. What is it, King Bolton? As proof of our future friendship, I shall give you a royal wedding tomorrow. And tonight, <laughs> we shall have a banquet to celebrate it. Having a good time, Dale? Wonderful time, Flash. It hardly seems possible that we should be married tomorrow. I don't dare believe it until we are actually being married. You mustn't feel that way, Dale. It's just nervous. Well, my friend, tomorrow will be the big day. I'm not so sure. Dale is just worrying about nothing, Brandon. Hmm, it's almost tomorrow, Dale. What can happen now? During the excitement of the second destruction of the city, the princess order disappeared. <laughs> oh, is that all that worries you? I should think you'd be glad she's not here. I am. <laughs> well, lovebirds, are you enjoying yourselves? Oh, yes. Thank you, Impressive Majesty. Majesty, Majesty. Eh? What is it? The airfleet of Ming the Merciless is approaching the city. Oh, this means trouble. What did I tell you? There'll be no wedding for us tomorrow. We'll die fighting, Nobles. Let us take our chances on escaping. Give us a rocket ship. No use, lad. They were damaged when the city killed it. It's Universal Majesty, Emperor of Mongol, Ming the Merciless. And this is all now there will be trouble. Steady, Dale, darling. There'll be a way out of this. Greetings and welcome, Emperor Ming. So, Botan, you have become friends with the prisoners. Turn over this ass man to my torturer. And to me, deliver my promised bride, Dale Arden. I command it. Now, Father, you promised flesh Gordon to me as my share of the spoils. Old men, by the ancient laws of Mongo. Sacred laws of the great cow, who is all wise. I call for a tournament of death. A tournament? And this fellow Flash Gordon would enter? Yes. Fine for a tournament. And all the planet will see him fail and die. So be it. Between four mountains nestled a mammoth bowl-shaped arena, toward which most of Mongol pours in never-ending streams, it is the day of the start of the tournament of death in which all of the contestants but one will meet death. And Flash Gordon is going to enter. He and Dale occupy seats of honor in Voltan's box. Princess Aura enters the arena on a golden throne carried by six blue dragon men. Here comes Aura in all her glory. Mm, she's wild, treacherous, and cruel. <laughs> but my boy, she's a beauty. Oh, I don't know about that. Here comes Jugrit, king of the lion men. Dragon men are frightened by the lions. They've dropped the princess. Oh, stay where you are, my boy. Prince Darren is already picking her up. She seems to be smiling at him. I wonder what Prince Darren, you have saved my life. Why did you do it after the way I treated you? Because, my princess, you are a woman. A beautiful woman. And I can no longer deny the fact that I love you. Is saying, I wish he'd get interested in somebody else and leave you alone, Flash. The tournament is about to begin, Flash. There's your horse. Here, take this sword, my boy. It's the one with which I became king of the horsemen. Take it and justify my faith in you. And my faith, too. Thanks, darling. And thank you, Bolton. I'll do my best. In another box, Prince Baron reaches a decision. Lock off. I'm going to enter the tournament, win back my kingdom, and Ming's daughter, Princess Aura, 
for my bride. Do not be a fool, Prince Baron. Why run the risk of being killed? Wish me luck, my friend. I go to do battle. Battle Royal with every horseman for himself. As the fight rages around him, Flash is beset by two yellow guardsmen. He vanquishes one, and as he is attacked by the other, he falls from his horse. Before the yellow man can drive home a death thrust, a masked fighter saves Flash, and the first great test of the tournament of death ends. A banquet is held for the survivors. Are you sure you're all right, Flash? I of course am. If it hadn't been for that masked fighter, you'd be dead now. Oh, why did you enter this horrible tournament? To win freedom, a kingdom, and what's more important, you. My dear. Look, the masked fighter is with Mrs. Aura. Ah, the masked champion. Are you a criminal arrest or a noble fearing recognition? Blue blood or red melody. It will flow in the arena just as freely for your amusement. Yes, wear the scarf as a token. But do not stain it with your blood. Fair lady, a kiss from your gorgeous lips, and I would face the legions of Tau. Insolent one. <laughs> I'll have you taught so. Who can punish the living dead of the tournament? Goodbye, you beautiful devil. I go to fight for your hand. That man, I swear I know his voice. The call has sounded. I must go back to the fight. Goodbye, Dale. Goodbye, and good luck, my darling. Oh, Steve Horton, when will this awful tourney end? I know it seems horrible to you, little bird, but it is better that Flash should die honorably in the field of battle than at the hands of Ming's torturers. If he wins this final event, he will be a king. <laughs> you will be his queen. The trumpets blow on the last contestant's lineup. Two by two, they mount the sky rope stretched over a flaming pool to joust with swords. And one after another, they are eliminated by death. Finally, only Flash Gordon and the masked champion are left. Flash loses his balance and falls down toward the flaming pool. But his hands catch hold of the rope and he hangs on. The masked champion, thrown off balance, also falls, but saves himself by grasping Flash Gordon's leg. His mask falls off, revealing Prince Baron. The crowd demands that both men shall live, and they are brought before Voltan and Ming the Merciless. None of your trickery, Ming. Proclaim them both kings. So be it. But I shall choose their kingdoms. To Prince Baron and my daughter Aura, I give the kingdom of the forest. To Flash Gordon and the Earth Girl, I give the kingdom of the sea. You fiends. You know neither kingdom has been conquered. True, Vulcan. But these are brave men. Let them try. They can hold their weddings in their own kingdoms if they live that long. Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash silver age heroes join us again same bat time same bat station for another presentation of silver age heroes radio theater excelsior
thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Presenting the amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon. These thrilling adventures come to you as they are pictured each Sunday in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest pictorial supplement of humor and adventure. The big Comic Weekly, each page printed in full colors, is distributed everywhere as an integral part of your Hearst Sunday newspaper. For the benefit of those who may not have heard the earlier episode, Flash Gordon and Dale Arden were thrown onto the new planet Mongo. The two Americans were sent to the prison city of the Hawkmen. In a tournament of death, Flash Gordon wins the unconquered kingdom of the caves and sets out to subdue his domain. We now follow Flash Gordon in his conquest of the kingdom of the caves. Having picked up a company of King Voltan's Hawkmen, the huge rocket ship bearing Flash and Dale to their new kingdom heads for the yawning mouth of Kira the wild and forbidding cave world. Following Ming's map and instructions, Captain Khan steers a course for the stronghold of Zug, chief of the cavemen. The ship leaves the gloom of the first cave and enters another, colossal in size and brilliantly lighted. They land and get out of the rocket ship. Well, Dale, we're here. What a huge cave. And look at all those little holes in the side. Those must be the dwellings of my subjects. I can Has all my kingdom like this? I've never been inside before, Your Majesty. Nobody has ever explored this strange underground world. Look, men are coming out of those holes in the cliff. And what fierce-looking men. That powerful-looking red-headed giant must be their leader. We'll break the news to him, Your Majesty. Why you come, huh? Bend your knee, O red-haired one. This is King Flax I, ruler of Kira, the cave world. By order of Ming the Merciless, Emperor of Mongo. No, no, King. Me, chief. Me, kill him. Look out, Flash. Stop that stone act, you fool. Yeah. This is a ray pistol which can dissolve you into pieces. Wait, come. I'll not rule any man I can't beat in fair combat. <laughs> you stronger. You king. Thanks, Duke. I'll make you my right-hand man. Run, run for your life. He comes. He eats the rough men. What's the matter? Big lizard monster. Eat men. Run for your life. Come. Give me my signal gun. If that thing gets close enough, I'll keep it. No, no, Sidney Flash. Here goes. Good work, Your Majesty. You have blinded him. There he goes. I don't think you'll ever be bothered by him again, Duke. Oh, King. Me and my pride fight for you always. Fine. With the cavemen and the hawkmen, I'll conquer my kingdom. Flash Jordan leads his army of cliffmen and hawkmen into the immense caves which make up his kingdom. After progressing for a long time without seeing a living thing, he decides to take Dale and go on a scouting expedition. Walking through a cave of terrifying beauty, the two Americans are suddenly surprised by a band of lizard men. They drop from all sides, hurling stones. Flash is knocked out, and Dale's signal gun shrieks its siren as she fires bolt after bolt at the charging man beast. Back on the plane, Captain Khan and Zub leap to their feet as a wailing of Dale's signal gun reaches their ears. With a dashing fill as Captain Khan at their head, 
The squad of horsemen come to the rescue. Dale! Dale! What has happened to his majesty? Lizard men, they attacked us and knocked Slash out. I fought them off, but they took Slash and feet through that crevice. My block with a huge stone. Men, bring that quick firing gun into position. There. This way, Dale. Let us find his majesty. Look! Blood. That means King Slash came this way. Lizard men don't leave. This passage seems blocked up. We'll have to use the nitro gun. Wait. Let me squeeze through that opening. Right. How is it, Dale? Can you see the end? Not yet. Now? I, I'm stuck, but I can see light ahead. Dale? Yes, darling. You're alive. I'm so glad. You'll have to get the camera. I can't fudge this stone. Can you reach my signal gun? Yes, I got it. Thanks, Dale. Quiet. Here come the lizard men after us. In the meantime, in the castle of Azora, the witch queen of the blue magic men, Saul, the chief magician, calls the queen's attention to something he sees in the magic glass. Here, look, O oh queen. Strangers to my cave. Fighting with the lizard men. See, they have blown down this stone and have conquered their opponents. They are free. They are coming this way. What a handsome blonde leader. Saul, we must go to welcome him. What's that, Tom? Why, the earth is trembling. The walls are shaking. And Brooke and the cavemen. They're buried under an avalanche of stone. That weird light. What does it mean? Look in the midst of the lurid flames. A woman. Greetings, strangers. Who are you? Benjamin, oh strangers, you are face to face with Azora, queen of the blue magic men. A queen? I am King Flash. I bend my knee to no one, man or woman. So, make him bow to me, Carl. Poison gas. He's strangling us. Don't worry, Dale. I'm... Uh, yes, your spell is on them, O oh Queen. See, they sink to the ground unconscious from the sleep gas. Yours is the power to bring them back, boy. The fool. He thinks he can pit his muscle against sleep gas. I've been carried to the gravity sled. We return to the castle. Well, Queen Azora, here are the three strangers laid out before you. Still in deep slumber, from which only you have the power to bring them back. What is your pleasure? Ah, he... He is so handsome, so big, so strong. Paul, use the pull motor. Bring this one back to life. There. His eyelids quiver. A shudder runs through his body. The blind youth is coming back to us. Don't, don't worry, Dale. I'm with you. I'm... Where am I? Oh, it's you. Yes. Are you so displeased with my appearance? Am I not beautiful to look upon? Dale. Dale. Save your breath. He cannot hear you. He cannot answer you. He is dead. No. Dale. You... You witch. You killed her. Yes, I killed her. You stand there and admit it. Why, I don't... Stop. I killed her as I killed you and your other companions. And I can bring her back as I brought you back to life. Then do it. At once. You are young and full of life. It would be a pity to put such a fine specimen of manhood to death. What are you talking about? One of you must die. Who shall it be? You or the girl? You know there's only one answer to that. Ah, <laughs> the brave youth wishes to make a supreme sacrifice. Very noble, but very foolish. I've changed my mind. You shall live for me. And Dale, what will happen to her? If you promise to obey me forever, 
I will bring her back to life. Then I agree to your terms. Shall we see our bargain with a drink? Very well. Carl? Queen. Take this cup, stranger. Drink to our love. Fair-haired youth. <coughs> you... You drug me. Yes. And now you are truly mine. Forever. I can't even remember. Where am I? Who are you? Who am I? Ah, do not worry, my soldier prince. I am your queen, Azura. Azura? Queer, I, I can't remember who I am. I have something, I have something to do. I have to save somebody. Sit back and relax. I must have been struck on the head during the battle. Forgive me for being so foggy. Oh, you are forgiven, my prince. Come with me. My mind is a blank as to my task. You mean you have forgotten everything? Even our love? All I know is that you are the most gorgeous woman I have ever seen. Ah, that is what I have been waiting to hear you say. Listen, my handsome prince, I wish to test you. Look at those two figures suspended there. Do you know them? Man and a girl. Beautiful girl, too. I never saw them before in my life. Could I recognize them? Have I ever met them? One more test. Oh, the promoter. Bring that man back to life. Coming back, oh queen. Hmm. What? Your Majesty. Where is Dale? Dale? Your Majesty? What are you talking about? What the hell, Your Majesty? Don't you know me? Khan of the Hawkman. Azura. What's the man raving about? He is a war prisoner of ours, crazy from wounds. Oh, then I quite understand. I forgive him. I'm glad you are loyal to me, my queen. I always will be, my beautiful queen. Right. Right. So listen to me. Quiet. Like that, you? I warn you, it will take a thousand magic men to keep me in chains. Oh. I think not. <laughs> God! Find him with the electric manacle. Silence, dog. I warn you, if you disobey, these manacles will become red hot and steal you to the bone. Take him to the kitchen. Oh, you can't flash. And now for the girl. Flash. Flash. Where are you? You shall see him. Get up. Come this way. Where am I? You are in the palace of Azura, queen of the magic men. When I draw these curtains, you shall see your lover in the arms of his queen, Azura. Oh, Flash. How could you? Listen. The kingdom is very beautiful, my darling. I think I would enjoy the sight of food more. I'm starved. Ah, forgive me, my prince. I was so interested in showing you the beauty of my palace. I've forgotten about food. Come to the dining room. Oh, cook some food. Now, strange girl, come with me to the kitchen. You shall serve them. Saul takes Dale to the kitchen of the palace where she joins Khan, who is helping prepare the food. Oh, okay. Yes, Captain Tom. And I'm glad to find you safe, too. But Flash... Yes. Oh, Captain Tom, what has caused Flash to change so? I do not know. But he seems to be under some kind of spell. This queen is indeed a witch. What are you two whispering about? Get to work. No, I won't. I won't do anything for her. You dare to rebel? And take this magnetic whip. Stop. Give me that whip or I'll break your neck. Burn him! Oh, Tom, they'll kill you. Tell them you'll obey. Oh, your sake, Dale. I surrender. I will obey. Good. Now, girls, take this plate of food into the queen and her new prince. You know, I will help you with the tray, Dale. 
one takes of it after on the food. And all of your magic won't save her. There. Now then, can you carry it? Yes. I shall take it in now. Ah, here comes the food. There's my prince. Her. Her. Last. Oh, clumsy fool. Oh, don't you love me anymore, Frank? Love you? Why, I don't even know you, girl. I will teach this unruly and clumsy servant girl in obedience. God, give her the whip. Behold, my precious. Ooh, yeah, we do something right here, uh huh? It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude, Calabunga, to the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. He'll save every one of us. Get ready to kick some Flash with Flash Gordon. Presenting the amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon. These thrilling adventures come to you as they are pictured each Sunday in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest pictorial supplement of humor and adventure. The big Comic Weekly, each page printed in full colors, is distributed everywhere as an integral part of your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Last week, you may remember Flash and Dale and Khan, captain of the Hawkmen, flew in a rocket ship to the yawning mouth of Kira, the wild and forbidding cave world. While they were escaping from a fierce band of lizard men who attacked them during a scouting expedition, they were seen by Tall, the chief magician of the Blue Magic Men. Tall hurried with the news to his beautiful queen, Azura, who, attracted by Flash's blonde hair and wonderful physique, decided to get acquainted with him. By means of magic sleep gas, Azura captured the three friends. Then she gave Flash lithium, the drug of forgetfulness, so that he could not remember who he was or what had happened. And then Azura caused Flash to fall in love with her. At first, Dale and Khan misunderstood Flash's failure to recognize them. Later, they realized it must be some of Azura's magic and attempted to poison her. But the plot failed when the Queen ordered Dale to serve Flash first. To save her sweetheart, Dale dropped the tray, spilling the poison food. And Azura, furious at the apparent clumsiness, ordered her punished. Now we continue the story. Back in the kingdom of the Hawkmen, King Voltan and Dr. Zarkov are talking together. Ah, Prince Zarkov. The palace seems empty since that pretty little bird flew away with Flash Gordon. Yes, Voltan, it does. I miss Flash and Dale also. But I suppose we shall never hear from them again. Not until he has conquered his kingdom of the caves and put it in running order. With Captain Khan to help him, that should not be long. He is an excellent soldier. Yes, I should hate to lose him. 
How are your newest inventions coming along, by the way, Zartok? Splendidly, splendidly. I cannot thank you enough for the wonderful apparatus and laboratory you have turned over to me. It is... It is an inventor's paradise. Mm. Yes, that's what it is. An inventor's paradise. Well, what is the latest creation of your great brain? It is a... I beg your pardon, Voltan, but I dare not speak of it until I have tested it thoroughly. There must be no mistake, no flaw, when I give it to the kingdom. Oh, of course, of course. I like your passion for being precise, Jotter. Someone is trying to get you on the space phone. Answer, Zarkov. At once, Voltan. This is Zarkov speaking. What? Where? Who is it, Zarkov? One of Khan's lieutenants. I can't hear you. You what? Hold on. King Flash and Dale and Khan are captured by Azura, queen of the blue magic men. The lieutenant wants help. Tell him he should be sent at once. Find out his exact position. Hosan says he will send aid at once. What is your exact position? Tell him you will be in charge of the men. Yes? Yes? I have just been told I am to be in charge of the relief expedition. I shall stop... Within the hour. Within the hour. In the kitchens of the Palace of Azura, Queen of the Blue Magic Men, we find Dale and Khan. All right, I'll move it on back to that. Cheer up, Princess Dale. I can't be cheerful the way things are, Captain Tom. If only Azura hadn't asked me to save the food to Flash first. Well, she did. So there's nothing to be done about it. It wasn't your fault, Princess. It was the fate of the gods. I'm glad to feel that way about it, Tom. We must figure out a way to foil her magical power. Stop your whispering. Tell that you at once, guard. Tell that over here. Come on now. I don't see how I can help you to foil the queen. She's had me chained to the stove with punishment. Now I can't even see Flash anymore. Yes, you can, Princess. How? The cane on your manacles will permit you to walk to the end of the galley stove there. From that point, you can look out the grilled window into the garden. No doubt Flash will sometimes walk by. With the Queen. Yes, I'm afraid Azura will be with him. She seems to have claimed him as her own personal property. Tom? Yes, Princess? You don't think that Flash has really fallen in love with her? By my sword, I swear King Flash is bewitched. He doesn't know where he is or what he's doing. I know he wasn't pretending when he failed to recognize me. What makes you so sure? His eyes had a dull and glassy look. Why, yes. I remember. I saw that, too. When he looked at me, it was as though he looked through me instead of at me. If only I could reach my men. If there are any left. I don't know what happened after Azura broke that gas bomb in our faces. Captain Khan, if you obey all the guards' orders, they may put you on parole or something. That may give you the freedom of the palace. An excellent idea. Excellent. Thank you, Princess. Thank you. I will be the most obedient slave in the kitchen and see if that will earn me some privileges. I will obey, too. Oh, Captain Khan, we must do something to save Flash and that wicked woman. Do not worry, Princess. We will find a way somehow. Here you go. Carry that kettle over to the table. Certainly, guard. Uh, let me take this one also. through space in a fleet of rocket ships with Prince Zarkov in command, an army of hawkmen are hurrying on their way to aid our friends. Suddenly there looms up in front of them a whole squadron of cloudmen with huge billowing cloaks. Joining hands and spreading the cloaks, the cloudmen form an opaque and impenetrable wall before the rocket ships. The hawkmen try to maneuver above them, but they rise at the same speed. Then the hawkmen try to fly below them, but they drop like lightning and present their solid barrier. 
Wheeling the fleet around, Zarkov signals for the dissolvable guns mounted on the nose of each rocket ship to start firing. Shot after shot is fired at the white billows until the path of the Hawkmen has been cleared. Then Zarkov signals for double speed ahead to make up for lost time. At the same time, in the Palace of Azura, Flash is entertained by the Queen. That gold armor isn't worthy of you, my prince. I must see to it that my armor will make something more fitting. My beautiful Azura, is but a symbol of your service. Even if it were made of the most precious and rare metals to be obtained and studded with jewels, my loyalty to you and your cause could not be greater. You do love me, don't you, Flash? I know of no one in the past, present, or even the future for whom I have felt such a deep love, my gorgeous Queen. No one, my handsome prince? No one. You and you alone I love. It is sweet. Very sweet to hear you speak those words. As long as you do and mean them, I will reward you well. To be with you, to be allowed to serve and love you is all the reward I desire, my darling. I shall have to think of some special privilege for that pretty speech. Then let me kiss your hand. Here, my prince. Fair hand. So delicate, so shapely. Ah, how many men have lost their hearts and heads trying to gain you? Flatterer. I only speak for my own reaction, Rosola. I know that I should be willing to risk everything to win you for myself. We shall see. We shall see. Flash, I must give some orders to the servants. Go out into the garden and wait for me. I will join you presently. Your flight is to wish for the command, my beautiful one. Flash! Flash! Eh? Who's calling me? It's Dale. Dale Arden. Oh, oh, there you are. I see you now. There in that grilled window. What are you doing there, girl? I'm a prisoner here, Flash. Ever since I dropped that tray of food. Oh, yes. I, I wondered where I'd seen you. You you tripped and Azura ordered you punished. He had had me chained to the galley stove. My chain just reached to this window. Are you all right, Flash? Am I all right? <laughs> of course I am. Why shouldn't I be? Did you think Azura had punished me for something, too? No. I just wanted to know how you are. Well, that's very kind of you, Bill. And since you've taken such an interest in my welfare, I'll take an interest in yours. How can you? You're too young and pretty to be made a prisoner in the kitchen. I'll ask Azura to free you. Oh, no, you mustn't. Mustn't? Who says so? I shall ask Azura at once. Oh, no, Flash. You mustn't. ships of the Hawkmen into the yawning mouth of Kira, through the caverns of the cliff dwellers, through the caves of living, man-eating plants. And finally they come into the enormous transparent cave where the handfuls of survivors from Khan's squadron are waiting. The fleet lands and Prince Zarkov is the first to get up. The lieutenant who called for aid on the space phone comes up to him. Well, what is the latest news, lieutenant? We were afraid something had happened to you, Prince Zarkov. You were delayed in a skirmish with the cloudmen. What is the latest report on the fate of my friends? We don't know what happened to them. After the blue magic men captured King Flash and Princess Dale and our captain, they blasted the tunnel leading to their land, killing most of our men. Is there any chance that Flash and his companions are still alive? Who knows? That is the land of magic. I have brought a battery of ray cannons with us. We will blast our way to my friends. <laughs> Pending danger, Azura and Tal confer in the palace of the Blue Magic Men. You understand, Tal? Oh, perfectly, Your Majesty. There is nothing too good in my whole kingdom for my new prince. His every wish shall be obeyed, O Queen. His slightest whim fulfilled. I do not know what I shall do with his companions. They are a problem. I do not want them around, and yet I, 
I cannot execute them. If the lithium should wear off and Flash discovered what I had done... Aurora! Aurora! Where are you? Flash. I told him I would only be a minute. The dear boy is so mad about me, he cannot bear to have me out of his sight. Aurora! Aurora! Open the door, Tor. At once, old queen. Here I am, Flash. Azura, will you do... Oh, I beg your pardon. I didn't know you were still busy. How? How? Come quickly. I, I am summoned, Your Majesty. Have I your permission? Yes, Tall. Go. Uh, your Majesty. Well, Flash, were you lonely without me? Is that why you came calling for me? Azura, you're good and kind. This sounds like a man who has a favor to ask. I have, my queen. Ask it. It shall be granted. Thank you, Azura. I knew you were kind of good. She will be so grateful. Please? Who? The girl who tripped while serving up food the other night. Gail. Was the favor you asked for her? Yes. She called me from a window of the kitchen and told me she was chained to the galley stove. Well? I promised to ask you to free her, and you have. Wait. I thought the favor was for yourself, Flash. Not one of my prisoners. Well, nothing I need for myself, Azura. And the girl is too young and too pretty to deserve such a fate. I thought you just and kind to not cause me to change my mind. You make it hard for me, Flash. I've never freed a prisoner in my life. I... Your Majesty. What does this unceremony sentence mean, Carl? I did not send for you. I only paid your pardon, Your Majesty, but I have news of the most extreme urgency. Speak, then. Our land is being invaded by the Hawkmen. Hawkmen? We must go forth to war. The army must be called out. I will press the signal. To lead your men into battle, old queen. Of course. I must appoint someone to head the army. Will you lead our men into battle, Flash? Your Majesty. Serving as your commander in chief would be a pleasure, my queen. Your Majesty puts this stranger over me. Let her beware. Tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. He'll save every one of us. Get ready to kick some Flash with Flash Gordon. Presenting the amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon. Last week, you remember, King Voltan received a call from one of Khan's lieutenants, telling him of the plight of Flash, Dale, and Khan, and asking for help. Dr. Zarkov was at once dispatched with an army and from ray cannon to the rescue of our three friends. In the meantime, Dale and Khan planned to obey all orders so they might get the freedom of the palace and hope to be able to free Flash from the clutches of Queen Azura. For a brief moment, Dale talked with Flash, who, although he didn't recognize her, pitied the beautiful girl chained to the kitchen stove and promised to ask the queen to free her. Before he could gain Azura's consent, he interrupted the conference with the news that the land was being invaded by the Hawkmen. Azura called out the army and asked Flash to be commander-in-chief. This angered Tall, who wanted that distinguished place for himself. These thrilling adventures come to you as they are pictured each Sunday in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest pictorial supplement of humor and adventure. The Big Comic Weekly, each page printed in full colors, is distributed everywhere as an integral part of your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Now we continue the story. 
Moment by Azura, legion after legion of blue magic men fall into formation. Flash prepares to assume his new duties as commander-in-chief. Azura, how large is your army? I do not know exactly. Then the first thing to be done is to review the regiment. I must know what strength of armed men I have at my disposal. Very well. Come on to this balcony, Flash. From here you will have a good view of the parade ground. Azura, I wish to have your army... Our army, my prince. Our army pass in review. Will you give the order, please? When I asked you to become commander-in-chief, I gave you full command of the armed forces. Thank you. So? Sire. Send word for formation past this balcony. As you command, Sire. Serving as your commander-in-chief is a pleasure, Azura, but it is also a great responsibility. Not too great for you, my noble prince. I shall do all in my power to prove worthy of your faith. There goes the call to review. See, the first legion is squealing and starting its way. What a splendid army. We ought to defeat these hawkmen, whoever they are. Here comes the finest of them all. Guard. And those coming next, what are they? Light magic artillery. But what are those tremendous objects being pulled by the next legion? Those are the combustion ray machines. Combustion ray machines? What are they for? Wait until you get into action. Your officers will tell you. You're not only a queen of magic, my beautiful one, but you're also a queen of suspense. What region is this? Sleep gas. Sleep gas. That sounds like a most formidable weapon. And here comes the stone formation region. And the ones with the cloak? The invisibility region. And those? The camouflage region. Who are the ones with the long hair? The animal region. And those men with the peculiar shield. The transparent wall, Legion. And those machines coming now. The Zalvo gun, Legion. And still they come. Legion after Legion. I've never seen such an army. You have seen enough, Jack. Only about half of our regiment have gone by. If this is only half of the army, Carl, I pity these hawkmen when I start the attack. While Flash is looking over his army, Prince Zartoff is in conference with Mar, one of the Hawkmen officers. We must find out if Flash and Dale and Khan are still alive before we make any rash attacks, Mark. You are quite right, Commander Zartoff. Turn on your spacecraft and let us see what we can see. Look, Commander. There's a large rock. It must be the rock which is blocking the entrance of the cave, through which Flash, Dale, and Captain Khan disappeared. We cannot see beyond it. But there's only one thing to be done. Flash gets out of our way. Shall I order the battery of Ray Cannon into position? At once. Bring the battery of Ray Cannon into position. Aim for the rock. I hope we are not too late to save them. Oh, I hope not too. Captain Khan is too good an officer and friend to lose. Ready with the range? They have found range, Commander. You may fire. Fire! Look, the rock is spinning. That's lucky. The rock is destroyed. Come on. Let us try the spacograph again. Nothing but haze. The country is well named. Loom Magic Land. Foiled by that witch queen. Mark, there is only one thing left now. And what is that, Commander? Call for a volunteer to go into the territory of the Blue Magic Men and find out the information we wish. Of course. A spy. Commander, I myself will go. No. We cannot spare you, Mark. Then one of the private. No, Commander. I will not ask any of my men to do what I would not do myself. You are a brave man and a fine officer. I shall speak to Khan about promoting you when I return to his palace. Thank you, Commander. As Dura has thrown up a protective and impenetrable fog against our spacecraft, 
But we may be able to beat her yet. And how do you propose to do that, Commander? It is simple, simple. Mar, you will disguise yourself as a peddler and gain entrance to the Queen's palace. Well, how? Say that you wish to enter her service. Inside your peddler's pack, you will have a portable space phone. Oh, Commander, you have my utmost admiration. It is a plan of a genius, a super strategist. When you have found out the information we seek, establish contact with me here, and I shall proceed on your report. Very good, Commander. When shall I start on my mission? At once. Commander, I shall give you the information all my life. Next day, Tal is called to the gates of Azura's palace to question a peddler who has asked admittance. Uh, who are you? I am a poor peddler, footsore, weary, and hungry. Uh, I seek shelter, oh noble sire. I am Tal, chief magician to Her Majesty, Queen Azura. I bow before you, great Tal. Uh, oh mighty wizard, let me enter the service of the queen. You will find in me a zealous neophyte. Uh, you are a... Peddler, why are you so anxious to change your profession? I can hardly make a living. Soon I shall have to turn beggar. Let me devote my life to being of some use to the Queen. Oh, you, you might be of use. Uh, uh, what is your name? Why? Come, come. If you accept me as your household and give me a new life, let me take on a new name also. Let my name die with my past. Oh, very well. I, I will open the gate. Bless you, mighty Tal. Bless you. Oh, now, come this way. I will take you to the kitchen and give you food. Oh, dear. Um, yes. You uh, bring some soup to this man. At once, almighty oh, wizard. Oh, sit down, stranger. Uh, let me take your pack. No, no, no. Well, you needn't take my head off. I wasn't going to steal it. I only intended to have it put in your quarters. I... I am grateful, mighty Tal. Mm. But all I own is in this bundle, and I should feel lost without it. Here is the... Uh, look out! Look! Don't spill that soup. That would be wasteful when I am so hungry. Yes, yes, you clumsy fool. There must be no waste of the food around here. You know what happened to the girl when she dropped her tray in front of the queen? I ask pardon, almighty Tal. Mm. It was my anxiety to please that caused my hands to tremble. Ah, see that it does not happen again, slave. Uh, eat your fill, stranger. Well, I go to find out for Her Majesty which is me to put you. Mark, someone may hear you. Oh, you are safe, Captain Khan. Thanks be to Tao. Yes. What are you doing here? How did you get here? Where are the rest of our men? One question at a time, Captain. I was sent here by Prince Zarkov to find out what happened to you and Flash and Dale. Where are the other two? Dale is at the other end of the kitchen. Chained to the stove. And Flash... He is not... No, he isn't dead. Oh. But drugged. He doesn't recognize either Dale or me. Azura has cast a spell over him. Oh, if I were only free. Don't curse your face, Captain Tom. I'm here to help bring aid. How can you? Once you get in here, they never let you out. I don't need to get out in order to bring aid. What? What do you mean? In this bundle, I have a portable space phone. Ah. Over it, I'm going to report to Zarkov everything I find out. Then hurry and send a message. Tell him we are alive and that he must come quickly. They seem to be mobilizing the army for an attack. But where can I go to send it? I'll make them back any minute. Let us go where Dale is. She can watch for Tal's return. We can put the ground wire of the space phone outside the grilled window, and there will be less interference. Come along. Where are you two going? The peddler feels faint in this heat. I am helping him to that window yonder where he may get a breath of air. All right. Go ahead. 
Come on, you slaves. Get to work. Oh, that was a close call, Captain. Yes. We must work fast. Dale. Yes, Tom? What is it? Oh. This, this, this is Captain Moss. He has been sent by Prince Doctor to find out about us. Oh, Captain Moss. I'm so glad you've come. Are you going to get us out of here? I hope so, Princess. But first I must report to Zarko by space phone. Dale, go over there as far as your chain will let you. For Tal or the guards. I will watch from here while Mars sets up his machine. At once. The coast is clear. Hurry! Captain Marr calling Prince Zarkov. 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 At the same time, Prince Zarkov, in the far-off kingdom of the Hawkmen, is trying to establish a space phone connection. Zarkov calling Captain Marr. Zarkov calling Captain Marr. No answer, Prince Zarkov. No answer. He should have arrived, and we should have received a report by now. The blue magic men are marching to attack us, Prince Zarkov. Sentry, at just sight of them. Bring me my distance glasses. Here, Prince Zarkov. Ah, I see them. And they'll flash on horseback. They must have tied him on and are using him to beat us into attacking them. Very well, we shall call their bluff. Coiner, order the first company of lancers to charge. Lancers, the greatest flyers in the Hawkmen army, circle to a dizzy height and at a signal from their leader, fold their wings and dive for Azura's army. Down at the head of the armed blue magic men, Flash and Azura watch the diving Hawkmen. Here come the Hawkmen, my prince. I see them, Azura. I'm just wondering which battery I shall train on them. I suggest you use the guns of the combustion main machine. What will happen if I do? Order them used and see. Very well. Hawkmen, bring the combustion ray guns into... Tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. He'll save every one of us. Get ready to kick some Flash with Flash Gordon. Presenting the amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon. Last week, you remember, Flash Gordon reviewed the legions of the Blue Magic Men under his command, and Prince Zarkov, blast of the rock, would seal the entrance to the Blue Magic Land and discover that his spacegraph was of no use in learning what happened to Flash and Dale and Khan. He sent a spy named Mar, equipped with a portable space phone, to obtain the information. Mar gained entrance to the palace of Queen Azura and contacted Khan and Dale, and they informed him of Flash's peculiar behavior. At the same time, Zarkov tried to call Mar the spy by space phone, but neither was able to contact the other. At that moment, the army of blue magic men attacked the Hawkmen, and Zarkov ordered his soldiers into battle. These thrilling adventures come to you as they are pictured each Sunday in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest pictorial supplement of humor and adventure. The Big Comic Weekly, each page printed in full colors, is distributed everywhere as an integral part of your Sunday newspaper. And now we continue the story. Flash and Queen Azura watch the Hawkmen as they dive toward the army of the blue magic men. Here come the Hawkmen, my prince. I see them, Azora. 
I'm just wondering which battery I should train up. I suggest you use the guns of the combustion ray machine. What will happen if I do? Order them used and see. Very well. All men, bring the combustion ray guns into action. Ready and fire. You may fire. Now you see, my prince, what the combustion ray machines do. They cough out flaming death. Yes, those fluttering hotmen can't survive such devastating heat. Look, look, they are already dropping to the ground like moths with thin wings. All right, my queen. Oh, Paul. Let them have it again. Dropping like flies, sire, under your attack. Good work, my friend. Those men creatures will be easily subdued when you can bring them down to earth, Azura. Be careful you don't kill them all, Flash. Remember, I'm always able to use a few more slaves. My beautiful Azura, I shall conquer these math like intruders and turn them over to you to do with as you will. How brave and strong you are, my friend. I'm not doing this as proof of my strength or my bravery, Azura. I'm doing it as proof of my devotion. Ah, you do love me, then. You do not already realize that, my gorgeous queen. You will when this battle is ended. We'll see. Yes, for the invader. Fire again. In the meantime, on the other side of the flaming barrage, Zarkov holds an anxious conference with one of the officers of the remaining Hawkmen. Signal your men to retreat, Captain. There is nothing to be gained by flying into their fire. Very well, Prince Zarkov. Bugler, sound retreat. What are we to do now, Prince Rakov? I do not know yet. What can have happened to Flash? We tried to rescue him, and he seems to give the order that mow our men down. Yes, I could swear I saw him raise his arm and give the signal that brought this sea of flame pouring on us, Prince Arco. Can he be... Oh, no. Can he be what, Your Highness? I dare not even whisper the thought, Captain. I must know. I must be sure before I breathe the word of my suspicion. If I may suggest, Your Highness, something must be done about our own safety. These flames are sweeping this way. Soon they'll engulf all of us. Eh? The flames? Oh, yes. Beat the men into that tunnel. That tunnel. But Prince Arkham, there's no way in which to throw up a barricade to close out the flames. Leave that to me. Order those turbine thermostats roll just inside the tunnel entrance. But they will not completely close. Oh, if we only had some stone. What? Stones to let them become heated and roast us all? Do as I say. I will keep the heat out. You will never feel those flames. I have a way to fight them until they die out. Ask you how, Your Highness? Are you so stupid that I must draw a blueprint of my plan of defense? Oh, very well, then, if I must give you every detail. Into those turbine thermostats, I will put this chemical powder made from a secret formula of my own invention. When we are all inside, I shall turn on the turbine thermostats and block the kernel entrance with a wall of solid ice. <laughs> While the battle rages, let us go back to the palace of Azura. There we find Dale and Khan and I, Mar. Call him again, Mar. Calling Prince Zarkov. Captain Mar, calling Prince Zarkov. Khan, Mar, look out! The guard! It's the next Mar. Here comes the guard. What shall we do? Throw yourself across the baseball. Throw your coat hide you. Play up to whatever I say. What's going on here? The traveler felt faint. I brought him over to this real window for some air. It isn't everyone who can stand the contempt heat guards. They all can't be as strong as we are. Please. But I thought I heard a knock sound and a voice calling out. You did? Oh. What was the meaning of it? 
In this man's country, they worship a different god from yours or mine. Well? In his hour of distress, the traveler was summoning the highest aid he could call upon. Oh, of course. Who doesn't? Yeah, but that buzzing noise. What caused that? The buzzing noise? Yes, the buzzing noise. Oh, that? Yes, that. I didn't think you'd heard that over where you were. I can well believe that. Oh, Dale, take the guard over there and turn him with his back. I'll make the noise again, and I'll show him what made it. I'll wager he'll be surprised. Yes, son. Yes, of course. No tricks now, or you'll face my electric whip. All right, turn on the space phone. Stop when I tell you. Then when I nudge you, turn it on again. Very well, come. Now. Well, guard, was that what you heard? Yes, what caused it? Now, look. In assisting the traveler, my manacle touched the soul. Like this. By the God. Watch out for no one, slave. You may accidentally get electrocuted. Before we can do it ourselves. <laughs> oh, that was quick thinking, Captain Khan. Oh, Khan, you are wonderful to get out of that situation. I thought you took an awful risk in admitting the guard heard not. So the night it would have been foolhardy. If you're going to deceive someone, then you're supposed to the truth as you can. Thanks, I'll remember that. But this one situation I can't handle so easily. The one we're in. The space phone isn't going to work. How are we going to get word to Zarkon? I've got that all taken care of, Captain Khan. You have? Well, how will you do it? I myself shall take the information to him. Oh, my. You'll never get the Zarkon alive. They won't let you out. Oh. Who let me in here? Tal, but you can't listen. Well, you mean Tal will let you out? But Tal's not here. He's away with the army. He is? Then that makes things all the easier. Be careful, Mar. These men are devils. They have powers and methods never seen before. Do not fear, Princess. Tal was the only one I spoke to about getting in here. I saw to it that we had a private conference. So? So nobody will doubt my word when I say that I was to join Tal after I dressed it. It may work. It may. It may. Oh, it will. It must. Mar. Yes, Princess. He did no harm from the flash. Dr. Rockoff to capture him. He may not understand what that actually does. I understand, Princess. I shall explain everything to Zarkov. And if, if you should be captured by the Blue Magic Man, yes. find out what hold the Witch Queen has over Flash, and try to break the spell. If that is to be my day, Princess, you may rest assured. I will carry out the mission. When are you planning? Well, if I try to leave now, it might be difficult here. I shall wait and take my departure tonight. <laughs> our friends for the moment, let us return to the tunnel where Prince Zarkov and his Hawkmen have withdrawn to escape the terrific heat of the combustion ray machine. As the Hawkmen fled into the tunnel, Flash and his officers pr pursue them, only to be brought up short at the entrance by a wall of solid ice, which Zarkov had miraculously formed with his secret chemical formula. While Flash and his companions reconnoiter outside the entrance to the tunnel, Tal and Azura remain behind the lines. Of course, if your majesty knows best, it's my advice for us. I am not asking your advice. Oh, well, that I am well aware, Your Majesty. But must I take the liberties of an old and faithful retainer? Mighty Queen, do not let your personal feelings entrap you. My personal feelings? What do you mean? Your Majesty has taken offense to this young unknown. Oh. oh, I mean no offense, Your Majesty. As a consort and companion, the youth is without criticism. But is he the best? For our fair land. Mm, will he make a good king? If your majesty thinks of him in terms of king, I mean, will he make a good king? I am very sure he will make a good king, Paul. Your majesty was also sure of Locke and Goma. Ah, those two. How can you be sure of one who is not even sure of himself? Flash has protected his luck for me day after day. Why, even when the attack began, you heard him say he was repelling not to show his bravery. But to prove his devotion to me. I was not speaking of his first... Your Majesty. Of his ability to handle the legions at his disposal. 
when the attack began. Not confess himself to be in a quandary as to which battery he should train on them. A careful general always surveys his position. But he makes up his own mind. Your new commander-in-chief relied on your advice, Your Majesty. And wasn't it good advice? Oh, there is no better judgment in our fair land, Your Majesty. Then what is your point, Saul? What is it you say? Why have a figurehead in charge of our legions? Head? You can't have a commander who can... Does he arise? Why don't you take charge of Ah, I see it now. You want me to demote Flag and appoint you in his place. If your majesty feels that perhaps an older and more experienced man, and especially one of our own people, could serve better, why, should be delighted to accept the honor, your majesty. There is some reason for this diplomatic move on your part. What is it? Are the men rebellious because I instead of one of their own number? I am no bearer of gossip, Your Majesty. What others may think is their own business. If they wish to let you know their feelings, they have ways and means to do it. I, I speak only in your own interest and with the liberty of your major domo. I do not doubt your words, Paul, but I think you speak one word for me and two for yourself. You honestly think Flash is incapable of making decisions for himself? I do, Your Majesty, I do. You have a chance to witness that for yourself. He has taken refuge in it and blockaded themselves with ice. Your commander has gone to look over the situation. When you would have charged with full forces and gone in after your Majesty, I am not trying to go behind your commander's back unfairly, no. I have given you my plan of action. Here he comes now. Hear what he says. Himself, which ought to be at the head of the blue army. Well, my prince, what have you to report? A beautiful queen. We found the enemy barricaded behind the wall of solid ice. There is only one thing we can do. And that is? Charge with full forces and going after the enemy. Uh, you hear, Paul? You hear what life proposes? Yes, I hear, Your Majesty. Come, Azora. Together we shall lead the car. All men, follow me. This and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, wherever you get podcasts, or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash Silver Age Heroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior!